You're listening to Kevin and the Spleen. No one's gonna ever love me. 1098.5 Radio QWX. Real quick. Bussin' no cap. No, 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 no cap. Really smack you in the ass with flavor. There you go. This show is about depression, anxiety, PTSD, and chronic illness. Going quick. We're trying to keep you on the path to the ride home on the evening time. It's a fucking zoo. <laughs> Make it quick. Get the Quicks Radio. White lives do not matter. Hey, 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 everybody, what it is, you know what it is, it's Kevin in the Spleen coming at you live, and you know what time it is, that's right, baby, it's time to hit the theme, because Kevin is about to do a freestyle rap to help you with your pinch of the pump, drop a beat, Kevin, and start flowing for the pump. Oh, no, we are definitely not doing that today, oh my god, no, you know, that we would, that would make this a bad show. 100% 100% a bad show. The pinch of the pump, it's so powerful. We need to do something about it, though. What can we do about it if you're not willing to freestyle rap? Oh, boy. Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I, To be fair, though, I was actually going to text you yesterday because I was in Wisconsin, and the gas prices there had dropped below $2 a gallon. So I was going to send a picture to you just to rub that in a little bit. Wow, Wisconsin is not feeling the pinch in the pump, baby. <laughs> but you know what it is, is the pinch pumping is happening where I am, which is the studio, which is where Kevin is too. Our studio exists in a quasi-dimensional state that allows it to be simultaneously somewhere else that I don't know where it is, and also here where I is. You know what I'm talking about, Kevin. I, I do, I do. I, I feel like... All of our listeners are in the studio with us right now. Like there's a live audience in front of us cheering us on. Yeah. So you wanna you don't wanna disappoint the audience, drop a beat and hit him with a quasi-dimensional rap, <laughs> Kevin. I don't even have a beat. I know we don't even have like a beat to drop. Uh, oh God. Okay. Okay. That was that was something, right? That was that was like a minute and a half, like at least right yeah so for those listening we're 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 sneakily filming this early you know we we normally don't don't fess up to that but i'm i'm out of town this weekend and so we are we are you know we're we're doing this a little bit early a Mm -hmm. a weird daytime show for us if you're watching the video it's bright outside spencer's place right now super bright oh yeah it's bright just like my future (laughs) um we're doing a pre-record um and i mean it's thursday so the podcast just came out i listened to the podcast today um it feels earlier than it is though i don't know so it feels like it's still just like we just did the podcast and i haven't thought of anything to say yet you know does that make sense it does Um, do you always listen to the show yeah i am a weird guy no one ever listens to their own podcasts uh except for me um it's important because someone's got to care you know and it's usually me is what i found in the past (laughs) and are you just waiting for me to find to find an editing mistake i made 
Well, I do send you when you make any mistakes, you know, um, that's where that comes from. It's, uh, no, but it's like, I don't know on Harmontown and stuff, stuff would come out really fucked and like, no one would pay attention. And, uh, Dustin would be like, it's good. And then I'd be like, I think this is like, I think we got to fix this. This could be like really bad. <laughs> like, and so I don't know. I don't know. And I just, you know, obviously our podcast is bad and it's, it has errors and stuff, but, um, whenever I'm listening to podcasts and there's like a big error, that's like, if someone listened to this down, they probably would have caught this. It bums me out. Um, and so then when I was doing the D and D podcast, I would listen to everything. Um, I would fucking Kevin here, get this. Okay. So the back end of the podcast, you can upload and stuff. So I would pre-upload the podcast to the um, the website, the the podcast, whatever uh, back end. I guess I don't know. Whatever. I would wait for it to render and everything, and prep the file, and then I would listen to it on the back end in my car through my phone, but through my car speakers. To monitor the audio levels and check because it's like this is this is rendered this is gonna go out on the air so it's like if there's anything that's going to if there's anything that like not even i fucked up but if uploading it has fucked up anything you know it's gonna be here because this is after it's finally rendered by the fucking thing you know and so then i'd listen to it in my car uh before i would you know final finalize it Although, you know, technically speaking, it was finalized because it was already there. I just had to change the date because you'd put the dates like in the future or you'd not listed or unlisted or whatever. I don't remember. It's been a while since I fucked with it. You could tell that we don't have anything to talk about. But uh, so, yeah, so I'm just used to just listening down to everything. Also, when for D&D, uh, it was really useful as notes to listen and be like, oh, yeah, this is what we did last week, you know, like, and be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So um, that was interesting because that almost put me in the unique position where I was like the only one that like remembered what happened for multiple reasons. Like, not only did they not remember in the moment because they're drunk, but also like I am actively refreshing myself by listening it to get a better sense. And they weren't, which, um, you know that's not on them it's not typical to do that but it's an interesting part of the dynamic that happened boy howdy you can hear all about it in paul Shear's new book paul Shear has a new book kevin i didn't know this yeah what's it about it's about his life i don't know it's his memoirs that's all i know i mean he says that uh, he's gonna. He's writing. He wrote the book about a lot of the crazy stuff that happened to him that he talks about on the podcast. And people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just that's what was uh, what happened when I was a kid." And they're like, "That's crazy. Your life is insane." He's like, "What are you talking about?" You know. Um, but there was, I guess, some weird stuff. Not like problematic, but just like some weird, wacky stuff that he's writing about i don't know why am i spending so much time on this anyway so the big headline is um jason isn't dying as far as i can tell um so we did go to the vet i paid way too much money i don't even want to say but whatever um to get her diagnosed but it was good because we got two diagnostics we got like blood tests and like body tests and like uh, x-rays rather 
and uh the blood test turned out fine which was good because i've been worried about her kidney or whatever since her last visit visit and so it said everything was fine system wise um other than maybe she was a little bit um like dehydrated and hadn't been eating very much she said they said they didn't like have anything in her gi tract which is not um good i think because she hadn't been eating um but they said she had gas but they didn't think that was why although they said maybe it was like a big flare-up of her ibd which is just the thing that she has looks like irritable bowel disease um which is ibd and ibs whatever we're not going to talk about that um but so what the but then what the x-ray found is that her like uh her spinal vertebra or whatever are not good they're like degraded um they they used a, a disease name of some sort but they didn't write it in the paperwork so i have to go google what like disease they said it was but it seems like uh you know she's having problems with her some part of her spine i don't remember what number they said i gotta call them back and find out i bet they didn't write whatever whatever i'll figure it out but um it's not like a paralyzing injury necessarily i think it basically just means that she's old and so now that she does she doesn't move so good but they said it could come on really fast um and they said it was it could like uh it could happen like overnight which that's what i thought was weird about it is because it was like she was just kind of being like acting like old like moving around all old but it's like but that just happened so did she hurt herself like what happened so i gotta research whatever i gotta look up this condition figure out I mean, it sounds like something that happened to one of my relatives where like you know you've got your vertebrae which are hard bones and you've got the cartilage which is kind of the soft like yeah buffering the, the, tissue yeah. and the their cartilage over time just degrades a little bit like as you get older and you don't even notice it up until the point that your bone is touching bone and then all of a sudden it's just like it's like just overnight all of a sudden you'll start feeling it yeah the thing that sucks is that normally they treat it with uh, anti-inflammatories but they can't um do that because she's on uh steroids and i guess those don't mix well and they can't take her off the steroids because it's more important for the steroids to be treating her IBD than it is to treat her spine, I guess. They gave her some other kind of painkiller, but I don't think she can regularly be taking painkillers necessarily um, like that because those kinds they give her are more like heavy duty, I think, uh, if they're not anti-inflammatories. And um, they gave her some sort of monoclonal antibody injection that's supposed to be good it's like a new experimental treatment for whatever this is which is weird because you wouldn't expect antibodies or whatever to be able to fix your spine right that's weird so i don't know but she's actually been moving around a little bit better um she definitely seems more active she's definitely like i don't know it feels like she's always going to be like this but it feels more it felt like she was actually sick before and now it just feels like she's old and is kind of just like hey look at me i'm old and she's definitely eating and stuff so i think 
I think she's okay for the short term or, or, you know, the very short term. I'm, I'm still not, you know, ruling out the possibility of her just dropping dead within the next month or so. So, but, uh, I think she's okay. Um, you know, we've been hanging out and stuff. Uh, but you know, she's just not, she's just not moving as much. It's sad, you know, um, because it's basically the same as dying. Yeah. Jason's awesome. But it's like it's the same thing as dying. It just hasn't happened yet. It's just like, uh, it's like, God damn it. It's like living death almost. Fluffy Matt D writes, Hey, Spencer, has your experience of listening, watching footage of your spell changed over the years? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mostly think I check out most of the stuff I do. I don't know that I've done everything that I've done, but I think I mostly check out the stuff that I do to see how it comes off. Um, Because, you know, sometimes there's editing and stuff, so you're like, I wonder what the editing is. And sometimes it's like, oh, did I do a good job? What does that look like? Sometimes it's like, oh, I wonder what the comments are, you know? So, uh, you know, but it's mostly stuff like that. And I don't think that's really changed that much. I'm always just like, oh, I wonder what the deal is. Um, so for something like Great Minds, were you involved in the editing process or did you just see it as a finished product when it was done? I don't think I was involved in the editing process. Um, I just, yeah, I thought I would have just seen it when it was done. But we didn't shoot very much, so it's not like there was a lot to edit in general, you know? But yeah, there definitely, it's not like it wasn't edited, it definitely was. But it was such a tight show that we like, we basically used everything we recorded. Other than how long, like, you know, that, that, that first, you know, the season that you recorded on that show, how many days did it take to do all of that? How many episodes was that? 12? 10 or 12, yeah, I think. Let's, Let's say 10. Um, it was a couple months. Basically, we had a run where we'd just shoot like two every weekend in a row, I think is how it was. 15. I, I was wrong. It's 15. Yeah. So I think we just tried to shoot as many uh, two episodes as we could in one weekend, and it was crazy. I don't think we did two every weekend, but but yeah, it was, it was pretty hectic. Um, yeah, I don't know. Man, remember Great Minds? I had a, I, sh- I should probably still just write this for practice or whatever, but I had like a spec script idea for Great Minds <clears throat> where it was like, um, I think it's like they, they, they summon, not summon, you know, the portal, the guy comes through the portal and the guy who comes through, it's Rasputin. And it's played by me, Spencer. And um, and then there's also me, Spencer, playing me, Spencer. And um, Rasputin is just immediately really violent and trying to, like, kill people and stuff. And um, Spencer is like, man, this is crazy. I- I'm fucking out of here. And Dan's like, no, what are you talking about, man? He's like, this is, this is fine. It's going to be great. And Spencer's like, no, like, for real, like, I'm out. And... Um, and then like basically Rasputin is trying to just kill most of the crew and um they're just trying to stop him from like killing people and like locking themselves in rooms and stuff and um then dan's like man this is hard why was spencer being such like an asshole or whatever 
and then it you know it turns out there's like oh i gotta apologize to spencer and then they go to an arcade and um i'm playing ddr at the arcade for some reason and then um dan apologizes and i'm like you know whatever man just get out of here and then rasputin starts playing ddr and then it's spencer and rasputin are playing ddr against each other and they play ddr so hard that rasputin just melts into goo like you know they all know him to goo. and then it's like wow spencer saved the day <laughs> um but yeah that's the spec script that's the basic skeleton of it um but uh could be fun Charlie M writes, are you going to do a playing magic episode? No, I don't think so. Um, maybe some of our Twitch though. We should do, uh, I, you know, so I've played a little tiny bit of magic on, on Twitch, but maybe we could do like live magic stuff on Twitch or something a little bit. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think if you're listening to an audio podcast, I don't think listening to people play magic sounds very good. I think having video makes it a lot more compelling, you know? but uh yeah okay kevin look we gotta be there's people that hate the sound of food and drink did you did you know about this on the i podcast? did we've gotten some feedback about that yes yeah so we're gonna try a drink um but i want to try food on this show but i think we're gonna try and we'll we'll try the drink but i think we're gonna try the food at the end of the show so we can time stamp it for misophonic people does that make sense it does yeah okay so, i don't think this food's gonna be that loud either thankfully no i don't think so either but i think there would be something that would make sense to get in. the thing is i always feel like more flaily like i want to pull the rope early for food you know and then and then as the time is like winding down it's like we could probably we could probably get there we don't need the food you know so i don't that's the problem but it would be good to at least push it to the back or something here's the thing about i listened to this podcast recently about misophonia what podcast was that it was the illusionist podcast they're talking about misophonia and the thing about misophonia is um it kind of just is your fault <laughs> like the only thing that you can really do to reduce your misophonia is like and this is what the podcast said the podcast was very sympathetic towards misophonia but the things they were saying i was like oh wow i should be a lot less sympathetic about this <laughs> but um the thing they said about it is like the way to make it better is to like learn to deal with it <laughs> and that actually is like the only thing that can improve the the symptoms because they've done brain scans and um basically you know when they do the brain scans it the brains function the same way it's just that the response the agitation response is way way stronger with no with no differing like stimulus or anything there's there's no at least that we found yet obvious process that like amplifies why this stimulus is hitting so hard it just is and um there's also a study like the data also shows when you get mad about it which is a big part of misophonia 
is you're like on the bus and someone's chewing gum and you're like this motherfucker's chewing gum all i can think about is chewing gum i can it's just all i can hear is chewing gum why is this motherfucker chewing gum he's such a piece of shit how can you do that to someone why why can you be so rude that you can like be be forcing people to put up with the sound and it's so bad and treating people like this and like that kind of spirally kind of ruminating thought uh process is a big part of what makes it so bad which is again just not dealing with it (laughs) um which it's not that it's fake and it's not made up it's just um it's just that uh yeah it's that like you can't you can't predict what people's misophonic triggers are going to be because different things trigger different people and the, the only thing that you could do is like learn to deal with it so it's just like yeah it sucks i mean but there's not you know I don't know. Animal I went through a short phase of it when I was a teenager. I remember oh, exactly wow. the, the day that it started where like I was probably 15 or 16 and like my grandmother and her sister were over at the house and my parents had made like this big spaghetti dinner. And I remember sitting at the big table that we had and just hearing the spoon going into the spaghetti and then getting slopped onto the plate and then people chewing and all this like it just mm-hmm. i don't even like i can't even tell you why this one day changed it but like all of a sudden i i was just like oh, hungry before i sat down and i just sat there listening to all these noises and i'm just going god humans are gross like this this are we always this noisy or is it just today and i ended yeah. up just leaving and like not eating anything and then i just like completely stopped eating dinner with anybody else because I just wanted to be alone in my room. And like my parents kept asking me like, you know, why are you doing this? Why don't you want to eat with us? And I told them and they didn't believe me. Yeah. That's a common thing. Like, no, you're just, you're just being a moody teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's the sounds everyone's making. And they're like, well, just stop it. And I was like, "I, I can't, like, it just makes me not hungry. Yeah. So they would make me just sit there and listen to it, whether I ate or not. And then that made me just hate everything. But then yeah. I just, I just kind of like willpowered my way out of it, I guess. Right. Yeah. Wasn't that around the same time that you realized that all the voice actors for South Park changed? Um, no, that was a few years later. Oh, okay. But that, that, you know, I, I've always had weird things with sounds my whole life though. So it's, I'm sure yeah. that's somehow related yeah man i'm sure it's it's i'm sure you like you're hearing like the voice of all things as they'd say in um dungeons and dragons but speaking of dungeons and dragons i wasn't i didn't even mean to not the voice of all things in dungeons and dragons one piece speaking of one piece dungeons and dragons there we go okay perfect segue um gelatinous oh wait i'm on the wrong camera whatever gelatinous oobs soda gelatinous cube ooze Dungeons and Dragons. I'm showing it to the camera for the audio podcast, people. Blue Burst flavored soda. Blue Burst flavored soda, Kevin. Um, it's got dice on it. Gelatinous cubes. 170 calories. What else? There's not much else here, you know? There's not much to comment on. Man, Wizard's new logo looks like Nazi shit. Do you have this? Yeah, yeah, I got one. You see that logo by the barcode? the a it has like no it doesn't have a a crossbar on the a and it i don't know for some reason it just kind of looks kind of nazi-ish to me yeah i can see that for sure i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable okay i'll tell you that much (laughs) um okay so uh let's let's drink it off mic yeah i'm gonna mute wi-fi so let spencer open it and taste it first 
Okay, and then can I mute myself? Is my yeah, muted? Mute no, I'm not you, muted. You've got a mute button you can use. Why isn't spacebar the mute button? Okay, okay, I mute. And then you, no, we can't hear you at all now. Yeah, cannot hear Spencer in the slightest while he's he's sipping this. So he's tasting it. Um, oh, second taste even. So first one must not have been too bad. Oh, you got to try it, Kevin. We got to okay. talk about this. All right, let um, me try mine now. So Kevin's going to try his, um, and he's trying it. And I'm going to mute my. Hey, what's up? We both were muted there for a second. <laughs> um, that that was that's very blue. It just tastes like blue. It's like blue pixie sticks. Didn't you get like a dry kind of candy kind of flavor? Yeah, it's yeah, like some, that's like obviously soda can be very candy flavored in general, mm. but like I feel like a typical like blue flavored soda wouldn't taste so powder candy flavored. It would be using like soda syrups or something you know does that make sense yeah it's definitely a candy kind of taste with some mm-hmm. sour you know like that yeah. whatever that artificial sour powder is they put on candies to make it sour citric like acid. citric acid or something yeah um i that that's what it tastes like to me i kind of wish it was a bit stronger like maybe stronger sour stronger sweet stronger um fruit i feel like it's a bit muted it's um it's it's like a very solid it's a very solid kind of broad note of flavor i would say as opposed to like maybe um mountain dew is more jagged you know it has more gaps and more spikes in it you know it's definitely not mountain dew right you can imagine like this being poured into mountain dew or a, a mountain dew version of this but it wouldn't taste quite like this but, yeah, yeah, it's it's got an interesting viscosity to it. It seems thicker than the average drink. Like I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's it's not thin like Seven Up or something. It's it's got a thickness to it. Yeah, some of that might be psychosomatic. But while you're saying that, I was kind of getting that to an extent too. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Like well, corn syrup, kind of like yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there, is there corn syrup in this? Sugar. Well. Okay. Sugar can mean anything these days, right? Yeah. It does say sugar, though. It doesn't say high fructose corn syrup, which is a lot of times it does. So maybe that means it is sugar. Maybe that's why it tastes kind of muted. I finally, I, I find that like cane sugar sodas, you remember when they were doing that for a while? Um. Yes. Yeah, the throwback I, ones and the, yeah. Yeah, I found those to be a bit muted flavor-wise. And not that, you know, whatever. I'm not shilling for high fructose corn syrup. I don't, I don't care. I think dietitians are like, it's the same fucking shit. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, it does, but it doesn't matter that much. What I mean oh, by for anybody does, who wants to try... Go oh, ahead. sorry, go ahead. No, um, for no, anybody who wants ahead. to try this, um, I bought this at H&M at the mall. It was just sitting there. <laughs> Is that H&M? Yes so our show is sponsored by h&m today but yeah i was just gonna say that i think some shit sugars do metabolize a little bit differently like sucrose or something so it's not like they're all exactly the same but i don't i don't think i think it's more new agey weirdo people who are like high fructose corn syrup is like you know it's made out of satan particles or something it's like no it's just sugar anyway whatever 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 sugar turns out as poison oh um anyone with misophonia i did just burp so uh fuck okay well we tried um all right so something we gotta do 
Kevin's been posting questions in the Discord, but something we got to do, I think, is at least get through a couple emails because uh, we had Abed on last show, and I didn't read the emails that I was going to read. Well, emails that I was going to read, email I was going to read, I guess, right? Anyway, um, and I like reading the emails because then it tells people that they can send us email, and also. This email is from freaking November. We got to catch up, right? That's the thing is like you feel bad leaving the emails too long, but then also then you run out of emails if you read them. This sucks, man. What the fuck am I doing? Ah, whatever, 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 whatever. Just got to get through it. No show on Sunday, so we got to do the we got to do the pre-record, right, Kevin? It's my fault. No, no, it's not your fault. You're doing great. Um, I'm having a crisis. <laughs> Uh, okay too long to be funny on tiktok ed writes hi spencer i'm a fan named ed i live in virginia and listen to that happens on itunes in chickpea dot 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 you said you needed emails right around the time you're reading out funny things customer service providers have blurted here's an email about a dumb thing i said to two dollar tree customers but it's only funny in context i was a new cashier i hadn't quite noticed how completely random most people's purchase seemed to be until this particular couple came to my register on maybe my third night Bringing up their tiny ribeye steaks, their single-serve packet of charcoal briquettes, their long-handled lighter, I realized I was surprising. I was surprised to be noticing a pattern. Sometimes I grinned at them, still scanning and bagging. You can tell exactly what customers are planning to do with the stuff they're buying here. It didn't land. They liked me more before I spoke than after, which is weird for me because my voice is my handsomest attribute. Guessing they were probably just dumb. <laughs> I turned back to my work. Two, two items later, I rung up something you wouldn't expect to find at a square-ass place like Dollar, like Dollar Tree. Self-forming lubricant. I think that solved the mystery, but I don't think I said, oh, sorry, like I probably should have. I just promised myself never to say anything like that again. Anyway, I hope this email finds you well. Thanks, Ed. Uh, oh, and he has a footnote, which was stupid since my word is shit, because he promised himself and his word is shit. Um, anyway, okay, so thanks, Ed. I think that does a great job of illustrating this concept of um, sometimes you try and like make a human connection with someone and then you're like, ah, I should probably withdraw and become a dried husk. <laughs> and that's like one of those circumstances, you know? Um, so yeah, anyway, customer service brain rot, as they say. Anyway, what do you think of that email, Kevin? I gotta, I don't know, Kevin. We gotta have more of a dialogue, don't you think? We do, we do. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always have this fear of like every time cashier, I go through a cashier line, they're judging what I'm buying, you know, for any reason, no matter what it is. And then I keep telling myself, no, nobody does that. But then we hear emails like this where someone is doing that. So I don't really yeah. know what to believe. Well, you know, it definitely happens. I think in general, it probably doesn't happen that much just because I don't think people care that much. Um, but it happens enough where I don't think you can just fully put it out of mind. But yeah, I worry about that stuff a lot too, a lot too you know. <laughs> anyway, we got another one. This one's from uh, Eli. I was working Christmas returns for Toys R Us when that was still a thing. A father was returning the wrong gift he got for his little girl that was also with him. She wanted a different toy and he said, maybe if you're good, Santa will get it for you. She responded with, no, I know you have the money. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's a weird thing about being kids is that your parents have money and they don't have money 
And they're like, we don't have the money. And you're like, it's weird what we do and don't have the money for, you know, because I, I mean, I'm not looking at the books. I don't know what's going on, but you know, then you go spend a lot of money and then someone buys a car all of a sudden. It's like, I thought we didn't have the money. The car was working. We didn't need a new car. Anyway, uh, Jay Snide writes, oh, we got a bunch of these customer service ones. I guess that's because they're from this time when we asked about that. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to die. I want to die, Kevin. I want to die. Um, Jay Snide writes, I was working in an open kitchen, and we received a weekly delivery of organic tofu. On one delivery, the guy brought the bag of them to the kitchen counter, and I accepted them. As he was walking away in a crowded dining room, I said, thanks, and have a reread day. I think I was mixing up good day and really good day, but brain farted on both. My coworker started dying laughing as I bent down, bent down from the counter to hide in embarrassment. Now that is some customer service brain rot. You got any customer service brain rot, Kevin? I don't think so. I, I you know, I've had a lot of crazy jobs, but none of them are really facing customers. Right. So, um, I don't think so. Have you ever hit that? uh yeah not too often but i can't think of anything but i definitely said you know fucked up things <laughs> i mean i misspeak a lot you know i misspeak all the time so i i i, I definitely misspoken in crazy stupid ways um but i never worked like a, a fast food window so i don't i think something about the fast food window makes it worse somehow like, I feel like if I flubbed it at borders, you know, and the customer's like, what? I just, I don't know. I think that's not as bad somehow, you know? <sighs> I, mean, I did not that long ago was talking to one of my clients and somehow, because I had two calls back to back with two different clients of my company and called the first one and spent five minutes explaining something about the second client to the first client. And they sat there very quietly and confused throughout the entire thing, not saying a word. Oh, no. Yeah that's crazy that sucks what did what did they think did you i mean the thing like that is then they're like oh actually this and you're mortified and then you can't like ask honest questions at that point you be, can't be like okay so what what do you think of that that just happened <laughs> you know like i don't know what what, what was the aftermath um, not much. I, I basically just said, oh, you know what? I had the wrong notes up on my screen and I was talking about something completely unrelated to you. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I do know what you're doing. I do know what you asked me here. Let me prove it to you by flipping to the correct notes and starting over. Oh, and right, they just kind of rolled right. with it. But I feel like yeah. they've they've lost a little enthusiasm for working with me now. Oh, yeah. No, you're done. <laughs> you're cooked. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, I can't. I don't like dealing with customers um, because they're stupid. You know, that's the thing about customers. They're famously stupid. But, uh, you know, when I got the job at the Apple store, we worked in the back. And then, like, right after I got the job, they started making the people in the back answer the phones. And so suddenly we were, like, taking some of the worst people that ever deal with anybody in the store. Because if you come in, at least you've come in, you know, like... People are more comfortable doing things and saying things on a phone call for something they're never planning to come in on, you know, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, so yeah, we got, we got some of the worst. And then also like, 
you know, they'd call the store and be all like, Hey, can you help me reboot my PC? And you're like, no, we can't. You have to call tech support. We're, we're the store. We can't talk you through that. And they're like, yeah, you, you could just do it. And we're like, I mean, yeah, but that would start like this whole thing. And then you wouldn't pay a hundred dollars to the company or whatever, you know? And then, and so it just, it was, it was a lot of, you couldn't do anything to make anyone happy. Basically, if if someone was calling, they like had a request that was not possible, and it's like, well, I'm very sorry to let you know, but this isn't going to work. The best thing we you could do Apple- is book an appointment, and th- that sucked. That was awful. Like to take an appointment, you know. I mean, it wasn't. It was fine, but it's like that was the best case scenario, and that sucked too. Go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. Do you think um, Apple kind of brought that on themselves, though, by like pitching so hard of like, hey, you can go into any Apple store and talk to a genius there anytime. And, you know, like they really hyped that up as being a selling point of buying from them. Do you think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot by making customers think that was okay to do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it was it's ultimately it's like it's not even that they shot themselves at the foot. It's that they've essentially on some level, it's kind of whatever reasonable or whatever but i think it's kind of devious what they've done to monetize you know tech support whereas like i feel like before you could reasonably go in and ask a computer person at a computer store like for tips and they they tell you stuff you know now it's like oh either we have to get you an appointment which the thing about the appointment is more about you know pipeline like how can we logistically handle everything but for the phone call it's like how can we make like a hundred dollars on every phone call you know and it's like well some of the people that call that just want to restart this or that you know it's like that's not a hundred dollars and the problem is those people sometimes they spiral into big problems that don't seem like they're going to happen you know so you can't just wait everything on the chance that the lady is just going to need her computer restarted and will be good to go but at the same time it's like for the people that are fine with that that's not a hundred dollars like there's a, so it's like it is it's like they that's a devious thing that they've done and i think that's the sin it's not like ah oh, they shot themselves in the foot by like tricking people into coming to the store and then you know it's like no they've tricked people into paying for something that they should reasonably be providing on some level for free although again that's kind of like what the appointments are too is the appointments are, are free unless you have to pay for a fix you know um but yeah anyway whatever i remember when mac os 10 first came out and we were uh one of the few early developers for that but the only way to get the developer dvds that you had the software to actually produce mac apps was you had to create an appointment to go into an Apple store that was this total just nonsense support request so that they would hand you a DVD. And sometimes that went really smoothly. And sometimes you would get somebody like one of the genius bar people that, you know, they called it then of like who just fought the, the whole process because they're like, wait, so there's a repair ticket for your computer, but you didn't bring the computer and you want me to give you a DVD that I've never heard of before. And that would just get so frustrating because if you got unlucky and the manager didn't even know about this process or anything they would be like i don't know what you're talking about and you'd spend an hour or you'd go back the next day and someone would be like oh yeah i know where that is and just hand it to you Mm -hmm. yeah it's a living you know i don't know that that story just made me think about how like i feel unqualified to do things and i'm like man i gotta like learn how to like have skills i gotta get some skills that people would pay money for so that's where my mind was when you're talking about that 
Uh, sorry, Kevin. I'm bad at having a podcast with you. I gotta. I, we gotta be going at the speed of Kevin. We gotta. Re, well, we gotta. Okay, so we gotta make my face bigger on the podcast logo. I think. Okay. And then give me, give me a new one. Yeah, and eventually when my face gets smaller, I think the podcast is going to have to have a new title, and it has to be the speed of Kevin. I think the speed I of think, Kevin. Yeah, because it's not very fast. No, I know, but I think that's the speed people need. You know, and they got a need for speed, and it's the speed of Kevin. Speaking of which, um, Spelljammer in the chat has a question for Kevin. Kevin, what's your pipe dream project? Like something you do, like something you've always wanted to be part of or run. I mean, there's a, there's a few projects just like kind of connected to this whole area that we're in that I've wanted to do for the longest time. Like my, my dream that I think I've talked about here before is that I really want to release the Heat Vision and Jack pilot after I've finished restoring it and edited it and everything so that we can do like a Blu-ray release and maybe include some swag in a box set or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's the pilot that uh, Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub did with Ben Stiller and Jack Black and all these other people that, you know, they made a pilot. They there were even TV ads for this show coming and then it just never happened. And I, you know, that pilot, I think is one of the greatest TV pilots I've ever seen. And I thought that before I ever even knew any of these guys, you know? Yeah. Was that a Fox? Um, what was that? Fox. Yeah. 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 Then the, the problem why we can't just immediately re-release this is that they used all this copyrighted music in it because they never intended to air this. They were just like, yeah, let's, let's, let's put in some Beatles music or whatever, you know? And um, we can't find all the source tapes to be able to re-edit it to not have copyrighted music. So I was spending forever manually editing the waveforms and stuff to get rid of the music in a couple scenes. And it was doable, but it still didn't sound great. But I'm yeah, kind of hoping course. that sometime in the next year, AI is going to be so good at doing this so that we can just feed this all through AI and just say, take the music out and it'll be done. Yeah, I wonder. Uh I wonder how long my headphones have. I think we're good. They're at ten percent. That seems good, right? Yeah, that should be fine. I think, technically speaking, you know, this is this is this is some serious pre-record show energy, you know. But I think I can plug them into this other computer and they'll still work. So let's see if this absolutely okay. derails the show with a tech problem. Did well, it? I'm talking now. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. All right. Perfect. This cord's a little short, so now I gotta kind of like sit this way. Otherwise, I can't like I can't turn fully towards the camera anymore. But I could turn the camera towards me. And as Kevin was pointing out earlier, you can see how white the background is. But uh, you got a yeah. white void behind you today. Yeah, because we're uh, we're in limbo. The, this building I live in limbo is cheaper. You know, it's. it's uh, it's the only affordable place in Los Angeles is in limbo. Um, okay. So is there anything else? Uh, other pipe dream projects, Kevin? That seems like something that you're kind of almost doing. Well, it's something that we I, I've tried doing probably two years ago, and just it just hit so many dead ends that it's just been idle right now. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, and there's also a question too that nobody actually knows who owns this pilot. So we were doing all this work in the hopes that we could figure that question out. And I don't know that we still have an answer to that yet. Mm -hmm. So well, until that's solved, nothing can happen. And I, yeah. I don't even know how to find that out at this point. Yeah. Well, if no one knows who owns it, then maybe you guys own it. 
I own it. I, is what I'm going to. I think go with. that works. I think that works yeah. legally speaking. Uh, Spelljammer's question for Spencer: Is there a character archetype you've always wanted to play in D and D but haven't ever been able to? Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to play more of like a strength build rogue. I think like a kind of like a thug kind of like bully kind of beat you up, you know, larceny extortion kind of rogue is a cool idea that I haven't really nailed. And I don't really like most of the character options that go in that direction. So, yeah. Uh, Kevin Day, here's a question. How do you deal people with condescending? How do you deal with condescending people in the industry? What do you think, Kevin? I mean, I, I try just not to work with people like that. You know, I if wherever possible, like, like to me, the project doesn't matter so much as it is the people that I'm working with. And if I work with someone once that I don't like, I just will never be in, involved with them again. So and that's not really an answer. I mean, like, like during a project, if you have somebody who's really negative and condescending, I kind of feel like most good teams just sort of like work themselves around them to exclude them from the process. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of my my thing, which I know isn't really a good answer, but that that's how I do it. Is I just sort of ignore them until I don't ever have to see them again. Yeah. What about you? My trick is uh, you you have such a low esteem that you don't think twice about any horrible thing anyone does to you. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know that's something that goes pretty. It works pretty well in a lot of circumstances. And um, what's cool is that people magically start treating you well. <laughs> it just all works out on its own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's 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 my trick, I guess. But, hey, whatever. I have trouble picturing somebody just being really negative at you. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Um, but... On the other hand, I'm incredibly sensitive. So even things that you wouldn't clock as negative, I perceive as, you know, horrible. So, you know, it's it's tricky. Um, all right. Lit. If you could go back in time, you know, this is pre-record energy. This is some pre-record energy. Just doing chat questions. It's, it's good. Um, if you could go back in time to when you were 13, what advice would you give yourself? Uh... I think it's like basically like do everything. Anytime you were like, oh, I wonder if I should do this or something, just do everything. Like, I don't think there was anything that I was like, oh, don't do this. That was like bad to not do. You know, it's not like I was ever like outside of a store and my friend hands me a gun or something. You know, it's like, I feel like anytime I didn't do something, it was probably would have been better to have done it. But who knows? You know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. Is I think of myself as someone that misses a lot of opportunities. Um, so that's the kind of thing I would try to be getting at. Um, Y'all into any video games at the moment? I'm not actually. I guess I'm playing Mega Man Battle Network Five again, but I'm not really into video games right now. I'm I'm kind of between games in a weird way. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out kind of soon, so that's gonna be good. You're not playing anything right now. Well, you were playing something recently, right? I've been playing 
And that game's doing now vampire survivors that right, right, right. Um, looks like you know for those who don't know it, it's like it's on steam but it's also on mobile and a bunch of other platforms and it looks when you first play it like the simplest possible game like you literally just you're a little guy that can move around and you can't even control your weapons or anything you're just constantly firing and you're shooting stuff and there's actually no vampires in it at all even though it's called vampire survivors there's, and i started playing there's it for like kind five of vampires I mean, kind of, but they've made it a point to actually never call anything in the game a vampire so that the title stays oh, okay. as inaccurate as it's always been. Um, but like you play it and you're like, this is the simplest, stupidest game. Why is everybody playing this? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's this whole new mechanic that completely changed the game. And there's a whole new one that changes the game. And it gets to the point where it's like I, it, the game is just unrecognizable from how you first started playing it. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of secrets and unlockables and stuff, and I haven't gotten all of those yet, but I kind of fell off at one point. But I got through about half of the secrets. Like, there's like a page that'll show you like what secrets you haven't unlocked or something. And I was doing a pretty good job. It's a it's a really great game. I mean, uh, it's only like on the phone, it's only a couple bucks, I think, right? And like, you'll fucking get like. At the very least, I would be surprised if you don't get like 20 hours out of it, you know, in a short period of time. And if that's all you get, it's like, that's three bucks, man. That's good. That's not, you know, it's better. Yeah. Than and it's a time game you can put down for two weeks and just pick back up right where you left off and not be bad at it. Yeah. I just like it because like there's some games that are hard to play, but it's the kind of game you can just pick up. And so it's great as like the the kind of game that's like oh i'm gonna play this in line for something game like while i'm waiting in a waiting room or something you know which is mm-hmm. not all games are good for that kind of thing but it's really good for that for sure i should play more of that anyway um sebi writes kevin is keeping spencer on the short leash tonight yeah we got to get a longer cord so this doesn't happen <laughs> okay. i used to get a lot of the longer cords but you know um lately i've been only buying the short ones i feel like I'm the quality of every back. charge cord has just gotten awful lately you know like yeah they all break uh, within a month for me now and i'm, I'm not yeah. doing anything crazy with them i know it's it's really bad it's not good um every time one of my like apple cords disintegrates I'm like these apple cords fucking suck i'm just gonna get a third party one and then it's like because it'll be cheaper and i'm sure it won't last that long but it's like at least then it's not spending all the money and then the like the third party ones they like they they go bad in like literally one week and it's like wow okay i thought this like apple one was really bad but it's like even if i uh i'm getting these like these third party ones for like five dollars it's still you're gonna end up spending more (laughs) on five dollar cords than you would on just one fucking apple one but whatever whatever oh you guys one of these days one of these days we'll be looking back on this and laughing and being like man remember that make this this, a a successful podcast then you know if if our listeners are laughing to it oh no i was imagining (laughs) this being like a clip of a footage well this is embarrassing to admit but uh you know there's there's more narrative to come but there's like uh you know it was a clip of a documentary about the successful life of like the brilliant and illustrious you know (laughs) kevin day (laughs) and uh you know you're you're a hollywood superstar and uh 
you know, they're trying to figure out how you did it all. And they're like, and imagine they didn't know back then he would listen to Spencer talk. Spencer was there too. I'm like the bad guy of the film. I think I turn into the, you know, like the Obadiah stain or whatever. You um, seem to, to self cast yourself as the villain in a lot of things. Yeah. Cause I'm not winning. I'm not a hero. Like, uh, uh it seems and everyone hates me. Right. So, you know, it, it all fits. It all flows very naturally. Right. I mean, um, I think if you had to pick, you know, for the, let's say the Harmontown documentary, if you had to pick a hero of that story, it would have to be you. Yeah. But you could argue that that stereo, that story was kind of engineered to create me as a hero, you know, or it's just telling the story. Yeah. But that story is over. Now it's a story of me being bad and not being in Hollywood and trying to be a writer and stuff and not know anything. Hold on. I got to close my door. Oh, Jason. So sad. Jason's so sad. She just kind of like walks all weird around now. Hold on. Ugh. Well, I mean, I think I could probably describe you as the, just the most aggressively kind person I've ever known. Does that make sense? You know, like for, for those people who aren't from the Los Angeles area or haven't traveled there, LAX is the worst place on earth. And you offered like during rush hour to come pick me up from the airport once on just, just for yeah, no reason, yeah. just because, you know, nobody does that. Do you know but anybody that was else? Fun. <laughs> it was fun, but like, that was still though, like 90 minutes of, garbage traffic before we you even saw me yeah yeah no i know i like driving though um but yeah yeah i it was it was fine but that was fun that's the thing is most people if they picked you up from lax they wouldn't have a good time and i don't know what the fuck that is you know i don't know what to do with that information like and that was the night too that you know even though this was a domestic flight for some reason our plane landed at the international terminal so i wasn't even where i told you i would be so you yeah. had to like make another loop around or something. Oh, that's fine. That happens all the time at airports. Yeah. But no, I don't know. But you, you can say that I'm nice, but everybody hates me. You know, they're not going to like me more. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, that's why they're the good discord because they know better than to trust a charlatan like me, you know, Ugh. but you know what they shouldn't trust is soda. No, not soda. Sicilian pizza space food. <laughs> All right, Misophonics. Um, I, I don't know. think this is going to make any noise. I, I hope not. I'm just saying that, like, we're going to maybe be eating food, and there's probably not going to be anything good for the rest of the show anyway. So you're probably good to clock out. <laughs> you know, if you maybe just want to turn the volume down and let it keep playing because it helps our metrics, but you know, whatever. But uh, okay, so Kevin. I think the term has got a wild hair up his ass uh, to try Russian astronaut food. Is that how you would describe yeah. this? Yes. Yeah. It's, they're like these big tubes, bigger than like a toothpaste tube, kind of like that tube you get like oil paints in kind of. Yeah. What else comes like, in a tube like this? Um, like like certain kinds or... of epoxy. Yeah, yeah. At Home Depot, you can get in a tube like this. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty intense. Um, it yeah, is it's like, a it metal, is like a metal toothpaste tube. Right. And these apparently are authentic, like surplus cosmonaut meals. 
And it's wow. like just this big tube of different flavors. Like you got more than I did, but I've got French fries, borscht, and Sicilian pizza. Wow. And <laughs> just like the Home Depot caulking tubes, the caps have a spike on them to punch through the the perforation. So this is gonna suck, huh? I mean, I wasn't worried about it before, but now I am. There was liquid in here. Oh no, there's liquid. Yeah, I think in you're here. supposed to like work it around a little bit before. Um, um, oh, should we actually, massage it? Yeah, you gotta like, yeah, kind of work it. Wait Which one are you second. trying first? Wait a second, Kevin. What? It's recommended to use the product in a heated state, placing the tube in water for three to four minutes. Well, that's not gonna. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna happen. What flavor do you have? I got the pizza flavor. Yeah, I got the pizza one here too. Okay, we can try that. Yeah, we might have to actually try and heat this up at some point. So we might have to. I don't know. Maybe I can do this on my own time and upload it. Now that's a pre-record that would take effort. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Kevin's laughing, you guys. Kevin's been laughing the whole show, you guys. Kevin's been laughing since the show like first aired, you know, like a year ago or whatever. It just always gets cut out. I have a very quiet laugh too. It's it's just almost it's like the inverse Jimmy Carr laugh. Or you're um, like the sickest pervert on the planet, and you're doing a delicate impression of someone silently laughing to fuck with me. I think that makes the most sense. I don't like that. There's no, I legitimately find you hysterical. I I really do. Yeah. That makes more. All right. right, So Uh, are we going to try this Sicilian pizza? This one is supposed to be thin. I think the other ones are more, or at least the, like the French fry one's a little bit thicker. I can feel there's not as much liquid in that one. I think I don't know. I don't like this color. Look at this color. It's so fleshy. It's like uh, it's kind of like lighter than um, tuna or something. Maybe lighter than salmon. Yeah, it smells like man. I uh, can't remember. Like, it smells vaguely like pizza rolls. Maybe like it smells like brand. pizza trash. It smells like the trash can of a pizza place. Has that's had like soda and other things poured in it. It's it's weird. It, it it yeah. It's definitely pizza, but it's just not good pizza smell. Yeah. Or like pizza flavored corn chips, maybe or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like um, it's like essence of pizza. Like Pringles, like those pizza Pringles. All right, I'm just yeah. gonna have this little bit of it. Um, okay. Misophonics. God, get just to did five seconds of your time. Okay, Spencer's leaning away. He like pushed up maybe half an inch of the product out from the tube and then uh, is chewing it now, kind of, which worries me a little bit that it needs to be chewed. It tastes like if bread was a sausage or something. Um, <laughs> what? What? It tastes, what? It tastes like fake flavors. It tastes like if you can make ground meat out of killing a bread, if a bread was a living animal that you could kill and ground up into meat, it would taste like this. And also if you seasoned it too, because sausage. 
Are you going to try it, Kevin? Yeah. All right. Let me try something. Kevin's not going to try oh. it. This motherfucker. This lying. As I squeezed it, it like foamed. Which yeah. Doesn't, I, doesn't I look do, good. Okay. I, I do think I'm going to hold up the camera just so people hot. can kind of see what it looks like before I chew it here yeah. if you're wa- watching the video which you can watch on spotify now if you use the spotify app to listen to us you can you can see full video here yeah and check right, out hey. our video ads here's one now i'm the ad goodbye and kevin is tasting not i mean sure it's not the it, it's got some good seasonings to it i think like there's some oregano and I'm not even sure what other because I can't. It's all in Russian the ingredients, so I can't really tell you what it's in it. But the seasoning but what, is good. Just the consistency is terrible. And what do you think of the the what do you think of the bread sausage nature of it? Do you do you yeah? What do you think it feels like you just took a hamburger bun, some sausage, and some spices and put them in a blender with way too much water. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. You, it's kind of like ground meat. It's like wet raw meat. But it's not. Yeah, it, I mean, it, like, yeah. If I was starving, I would eat this for sure. I don't think I would recreationally choose to eat this again. Yeah, what do we say for but, calories? There's two servings of two fifty calories. So this is if you eat this whole thing, that's five hundred calories. Which, I mean, you're going to need to go through a few of those tubes on the uh, the old space station. I think you know. Every day, a yeah. couple tubes. Oh, so it nice. it does have the ingredients in English on here. Yeah. So it's pork, ham, high grade wheat flour, cheese, tomatoes, uh, oil, powdered red pepper, salt, dried yeast, basil, and water. Because it's not a regular; it's basil that was the tasting. So, I like the the warning below that it is forbidden to heat the tube in the microwave oven. That is dangerous. Word yeah. for word, what it says. Yeah. So the only spices are salt, powder, red pepper, and basil. And tomatoes and cheese, yeah. I guess. So I don't The know. smell isn't terrible. I just don't like the consistency. Wait, like, I don't get this. How is it not how does it not have preservatives? I think it's because they seal these tubes and then put them in boiling water. Um, yeah. to just kill yeah. off anything in there. That makes is sense. Is my guess, which is also probably why it's as liquidy as it is. But it's, yeah, like I feel like if you took the crust of a Totino's pizza roll and just squirted this inside, it would be okay. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait one second there. Now that's an idea. Or what if you got a pizza crust from Pillsbury because they make pizza crust now? And you just put this on the pizza crust and you bake it. I may have to try that and I'll post that on my Instagram or something. When what if you just got a slice of pizza and use this as like a pizza condiment? <laughs> just on top I mean, of the pizza? Using this like pate or something on crackers might actually not be that bad. Yeah, I bet that's pretty good. You know, Russians love pate. They call it pashtiet. That's uh the crazy Russian hacker taught me that. All right. I don't know if I want to eat another one of these right now. I feel like I do actually want to try heating them up, but yeah, I got maybe I got to like record that or something. I don't know. I'll or we can say that for next time and just have them prepped and ready. 
Yeah, I just bring some hot boiling water. I can I can rest it on my legs. My golden um California tanned legs. Um so you sent me another drink though. Was this something oh god, what what happened? Okay. You sent me a Coca-Cola Creations League of Legends Japanese. Oh, I do have that one here. I didn't think I did. It's sitting right next to me. I wonder if this is the same one as the XP flavored one. It looks kind of similar. And that was a Coca-Cola Creations. That was also a League of Legends tie-in. So yeah, it looks pretty so, cool. Yeah, show. Holding up to the camera here, it's like it's this gold and black can with a red logo on the front. Um, pretty much everything is in Japanese, so I don't know what any of it says. But it looks it looked appealing in the store. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, we talked about Japanese package design, and also this is pretty sleek too. It's not as busy as some of the package designs, but it's just. It, I mean, the design is busy, but it's just like it's like a nicely designed thing. It's not like a bunch of pop-up text boxes and stuff. Um, yeah, very good looking. Do you want to try it first? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's, let's give us a try here. I'll crack it open. It's time for Kevin's try. Okay, right. It smells like Coke, but with some kind of fruity note to it maybe yeah this could be the same i'm not sure um i'm yeah i'm not sure i can really identify the fruit just by smell but i've got a little bit of a congestion so i'm, I'm not smelling great today um yeah before the I'm podcast sure. kevin mentioned that um he might have to drop out of the show for a couple minutes um but he told me that abed wasn't here <laughs> to fill in go ahead kevin all right, let, let, let me taste this now. Let me see. Oh, yeah, he's giving it a taste. Oh, yeah. I'm trying not to pull the camera. Oh, no, and I've taken the camera. Put the camera back to Kevin. Okay. Um, it tastes like Coke with something added, and I can't tell you what that something is. Let me, let's let Spencer give it a try here. But Spencer's yeah. tasting it. It honestly does taste a little bit different than the XP flavor, but I think it's just the XP flavored. It tastes vaguely banana-ish. It's kind of like tropical fruity flavored like juicy fruit a little bit um, yeah like a like pineapple banana kind of creamy yeah exactly pineapple banana mm-hmm. yeah i, it I tastes can see like that. it's no calories right yeah it does it, it's got a weird metallic taste to it yeah so it's no sugar zero zero sugar i think it's just the league of legends one well that would be interesting to learn about well, hopefully that wasn't too much noise for the misophobes because I forgot to call that one out before I drank it on the microphone. Kevin, I didn't hear any noise, so I think we're, I think we're good. Okay, Kevin I'll, I'll play it back, good. and if it was if it was horrible, I will mute it. Yeah, can we get a quick playback on that? Actually, <laughs> can we? I need the ability the to do that. Yeah, we got to go to Video Village. We, we, you, okay. That's the problem is you haven't built a video village. I think if you had one, it would have been able to catch that, right? Yeah, it, it takes a village to raise a podcast. It takes a video to village of Johnny Depp. Um, I got another email to read. Oh, no, the misophobes who've tuned out, they're not going to have seen this. Oh, no. Um okay kevin put this at the front of the show <laughs> warning misophobes we said that that we would be eating for the rest of the podcast 
but we didn't. So at seven minutes left, which is a normal timestamp that will make sense to you, uh, go there and we'll, we'll have stopped making misophobic remarks. Oh, that's not going to be right, though, because we have the credits that count towards that now. Um, no, skip but ahead. it would have made sense if it wasn't. Yeah, skip ahead to an hour and six minutes in. Okay, perfect. Hour, six minutes. Thank you. Also, Kevin, don't actually put this at the front of the show. <laughs> okay, I good. won't. Okay, perfect. I probably would have okay. forgotten anyway. <laughs> I think I think this is gonna. I think that's gonna solve all of our problems. <laughs> uh, Jonathan or John writes. Um, John writes suggestion for Spencer. Uh oh. I don't know about this email, John. Hi, Spencer. Have you ever thought about making an audio drama as a way to get your writing out into the world without having to rely on the corpos? I write, direct, produce a horror anthology podcast, and it's been a great way to get my work to the public without a lot of the expenses or headaches of the industry, which I don't have access to since I'm not in L.A. and don't have professional contacts or an agent. In my experience, the audio drama podcasting space is welcoming and supportive of creators at every level of professionalism, and I think the audience would respond really well to your brand of storytelling. Obviously, feel free to ignore this if it isn't the kind of thing you're interested in. I just figure I'd highlight it as a possible option for getting your creative work out there. Love the show. John, P.S. I don't want this email to be an advertisement, but I'm including a link to my show here because it seemed weird or not to, and because I thought you might like it. It deals with themes of mental illness and social alienation through a body horror creature feature lens. www.graymatterhorror.com Awesome. Thanks, John. And if any of you have any links that you want me to read on air, feel free to send them to thathappenspod at gmail.com. Of course. I don't mind, John. That's fine. Um... I did think it was going to read more as like an advertisement, but it actually wasn't an advertisement. It was earnest. Um, but you know, who cares anyway? I don't care. I'll fucking, I'll do anything. I'll do anything you want. God damn it. Kevin, what are we still doing here? Why did I do I this? I have no idea. We got to stop doing the show. We got to do the show about something else. We got to, we got to sing. What's this? Um, What's this? A good podcast. What's this? It's going very fast. What's this? I can't believe my past was full of terrible experiences, but I will make some art. Did that rhyme? That one didn't rhyme. That's close, close enough. It, it sounded musical enough that I, I, I'll take it. Yeah, that was like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, the, the thing is, that's our show, but it's not. You're still 420, 420, <laughs> smoke weed if you got them. You got any freaking weed to smoke, Kevin? Maybe you should smoke weed to I, end the podcast. I don't. Damn, I feel like that would be cool a terrible idea. Yeah, that'd be a terrible idea for me to do before a show. No, at the end of the show. Okay. The well, okay. When we're not pre-taping, though, this is not the last thing I have to do for the day. So this isn't a pre-tape of the rest of your day kevin like don't worry about that (laughs) like worry about the show you're right i just meant like on the average day that might be a bad thing because i would have to still work after this yeah that's pretty funny um it could be good though Uh, but you know you know bill maher he smokes pot on his podcast club random do you know about this 
I I haven't actually listened to it, but I'm aware of it. I hear I hear tell that he tries to get his guests to smoke pot, and then he will smoke pot and blow it in their face, and they'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It'll be like it's called shotgunning, man. It's called shotgunning. Anyway, the woke mafia or whatever, you know. So he'll that's that's kind of what it's like on Club Random. We should go on Club Random. Do you think we should reach out to Bill Maher? We could. What would our Do pitch be? Do you think we should? I mean, I I would enjoy talking to him. I just don't know if I would have anything to add to his show. What would our pitch be? What are you talking about? This is that happens. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I almost ended the show. <laughs> I, oh, I clicked you- something and it was like, you want to end the show now? That would have been so good if I was like, this is that happens. The show just ends. There's no credits or anything. Oh, uh, Jason, it's sad. It's really sad seeing Jason now because she can't walk right. And it sucks. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, keep, keep not saying anything. Hold on. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Does the podcast not have a main anyway we'd simply we'd simply tell bill maher here's the pitch rising from the ashes like some sort of podcasting phoenix hosts jeff b davis whose line it is in anyway and spencer crittenden harmontown embark on the most courageous and groundbreaking mission ever conceived talking into microphones join our heroes as they fearlessly wade into a myriad of topics and takes as they crack wise and make merry with and without special guests oh and they play dungeons and dragons sometimes that happens a podcast and if that doesn't sell them on it i don't know what will i feel like he would have the same reaction to probably what most of the people who like discover this podcast and tune into it is that we're we're selling them on jeff davis and then they're getting me Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that I don't think Bill Maher would appreciate that. Well, I think what most people's reactions to that would be is um, I miss Harmontown. <laughs> I think that most of the people who read it, they look at that, and go like, "Wow, ah, this sure isn't Harmontown." Like, "Wow, that's that's this is a podcast that's not that." That's all the information I need to move on with my life. <laughs> I think that's the main reaction we get. I wonder if that's how, how Bill Maher would react. It, yeah, because it feels like, you know, we're advertising like we have the, the best lettuce anywhere. And so people are coming to us going, hey, I needed some lettuce for my sandwich. And then instead, we're giving them apricots. And mm-hmm. even if the, the apricots are great, they still want lettuce. Yeah. It's like and you can't put apricots in into tacos. Right. It's like, and I would argue that apricots are probably more valuable than lettuce, but at the same time, it doesn't make them work in tacos. They just aren't for that. They're for other stuff, you know? Yes. But I don't know. We could probably get Jeff if it's, if it's, if it's Dilmar. I'm sure they'd get along famously or not, you know? And it would be a crazy story, but that's our show. <sighs> God damn it. God damn it. Well, we really did it this time in more ways than one, you know? We we did.
check out Spencer's Patreon. Uh, Don't check out Patreon. my Patreon. No, Patreon.com slash the Sixler. You know, and you have your name in the credits too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Spitreon, right? Um, I'm going to shut it down to spite you for talking about it on the podcast. Because <laughs> that's the most spiteful action to take. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we got to figure out what to. Ch- we got to do something with the Spitron too. I just need like a good several weeks to iron out a bunch of things, and then time can start flowing again. You know, anyone ever feel like that? Anyway, that's our show, and we like to end the same way we do every time, which is saying the thing I just did. The end. Goodbye. <laughs>